What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kalechi, back with another episode of the Ramblin' Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I wish y'all could have seen me when I did that. I was doing the whole dab. I was doing the woke because I was just excited to be back on the podcast, giving y'all another episode. As you guys know, every Tuesday and Thursday is a new podcast on this thing. Appreciate all the support that I've been getting on this podcast episodes. Thank y'all so much for coming back each and every week to check them out. Today, we got a lot of business news that we got to get into. And before I get into any of that stuff, the first thing I got to ask you is the new segment. One day, I'm going to have a sound effect for it. But it's the new segment, Question of the Day. I know I said I was going to start it and do consistently, but I haven't been doing it consistently. So I'm going to start it back up. So anyway, the question of the day is, what does the acronym FAMG stand for? That is FAMG, F-A-A-M-G stand for. I'll answer that at the end of the episode. So start thinking about it as I'm talking throughout this entire episode. Maybe you guys would know what I am talking about about but anyway let's get right into the topics for today and we're starting off with some very controversial news i'm gonna list off a few companies and y'all are gonna tell me what they have in common jc penny we've talked about them remember that chesapeake energy we've talked about that company as well hertz we've talked about that company neiman marcus we've talked about them whitening petroleum and Chuck E. cheese what do these five companies have in common? If you guess that all these companies went bankrupt, well, you're right about that. They all filed for bankruptcy this year. But one other thing that most of us probably didn't know is that these companies also paid their CEOs a major bonus shortly before they filed for bank- bankruptcy and fired a bunch of their workers. They paid major bonuses to a lot of their CEOs and those in their C-suite just before they filed for bankruptcy. Actually, 19 out of 100 companies that filed for bankruptcies gave their CEOs a bonus. Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, the reason that they do this is this is not the first time this has happened before, but the reason they're doing this is that board of directors want to make sure that they have somebody who understands the business at the helm to see them through the bankruptcy and another for them to make sure that they keep them on hand is they got to give them some kind of financial support to make sure that they stay on hand. But my question is, I've never heard of somebody failing at their job And when they fail at their job, you get a raise slash bonus so that you can still keep that same job. Like, I know I get bonuses and in order for me to get my bonus, I have to be exceeding. In other words, I have to be going above and beyond just my regular job. But you have companies out here and CEOs out here getting paid to go bankrupt. Man, I'm in the wrong line of business because if I can just fail and still get a bonus while I fire off my entire staff and have to sell off a bunch of my assets, that's the business I need to be in. And a lot of people will be like, well, it's because of the corona, uh, coronavirus that we actually went bankrupt. That's a lie, first of all. For example, JCPenney had had problems long before the coronavirus pandemic. Hertz has had problems long before the coronavirus pandemic. 
Neiman Marcus has had problems long before the coronavirus pandemic. So it's not because of coronavirus that these companies file for bankruptcies. There are companies that do file for bankruptcy during this time because of the pandemic, but these companies are not one of them. They're not one of those companies that did that. And so you have good companies on the other hand, like we're looking at Southwest Airlines that are going through this coronavirus pandemic that we'll talk more about. Their CEOs are actually taking pay cuts. Their CEOs are not taking bonuses. Their CEOs are foregoing their salary to ensure that their workers can continue coming to work, to ensure that they can continue paying even though they're seeing less and less revenues, they're trying to ensure that they can at least keep their workers fed. And then you have the extreme other side where CEOs are taking payouts for going bankrupt. It just shows you exactly where we are with corporate America. When the focus is not about the stakeholders of your employees and those who support your business, but it's all about the shareholders and all about making sure that the CEOs are lining their pockets just it's just not good news man it's just not good it's not a good look the next thing we're going to talk about is the fact that congress is finally back in session they finally decided to come back from vacation the senate finally decided you know what it's time for us to come back from vacation oh my bad my bad i meant recess recess they call it recess not vacation it's not vacation i'm sorry guys i said the wrong word it's not vacation it's recess they just went on recess for a little bit when a bunch of people still are unemployed and waiting for y'all to decide what to do with a stimulus package but they went on recess guys guys it was recess it's not a vacation it's not a vacation it's recess don't confute the two they're very very different it is not a vacation it is recess it is recess but anyway senate is finally back in session they came back in session on monday and they've been hashing out this new stimulus package and hopefully hopefully they'll be able to push something out by the end of the week because the key thing with the stimulus package and why it's such a hurry that they got to push something out soon is because a lot of the benefits within the stimulus package will run out on the 31st which is next week and they haven't really shown the willingness or the drive to actually push for some kind of package to come out the door to ensure that people can keep their homes, people can keep the lights on in their houses, and keep people can keep buying food for themselves. A couple of the key issues that they're gonna be arguing about and some of the key points that they're gonna be going back and forth between the House and Congress is basically, one, are they going to extend the unemployment benefits, the $600 that people who are unemployed were getting throughout this whole pandemic? Are they gonna extend that or are they gonna reduce that to ensure that people aren't getting paid to be unemployed and people are gonna, actually gonna go back to their jobs once their jobs are open back up the problem is the cases are spiking back up so i don't see how we're going to be able to open the economy all the way out you have states like california texas you even have states like florida you have states like alabama georgia a lot of states are considering going right back into lockdown mode because the cases are surging and they're not slowing down and so with that being said is the senate going to decide to extend those benefits further past the july 31st date the other issue is one that you guys have probably been seeing in the news and hearing a lot about is school systems 
Are they going to do something to help school systems? Are they going to give money to school systems to ensure that they have money to reopen back safely, to ensure that they have money to do the things that they need to do to ensure the safety of not just the students, but also of the teachers, whom about a third of teachers suffer with other kind of health health conditions that can end up causing them problems when they go back if they're exposed to this coronavirus situation it's not one of those situations where they're just gonna be like you know what we're going back we're opening everything up no they need money to ensure that when schools do open back up it's going to be safe not just for students but also for the teachers and then the next part of that is they also have to do something about small businesses a lot of small businesses as you guys know you've probably heard of some of your friends talking about this and you've probably heard people heard the news small businesses are getting destroyed especially restaurants restaurants are getting hammered left and right the small business loans that were supposed to be given out during when the pandemic started the ppp program the ppp paycheck protecting program that was supposed to help small businesses didn't really help small businesses that much a lot of small businesses have been going out of business because of this issue because of this problem of not getting the money that they needed and you and now that they've been releasing the names of the companies that were given some of these loans you're starting to find out that it wasn't the small businesses that got this loans it was a lot of bigger businesses that were making that can make a whole lot more money that were getting this loans and so it's just everything this is something else that congress has to figure out has to determine how are we going to continue helping and ensure that the economy doesn't fall flat on its face on the one hand you have when you look at the stock market the financial market is doing really well like people who have assets and the stocks and all that stuff is doing really well but the problem is the actual fiscal market the actual economy itself is not doing that well as a matter of fact there was a research that was just published or a study that was just published that we are starting to see a downward trend once again with the economy where we were finally seeing a staggering point where we were not going to be seeing any more losses but as people stop traveling as people stop doing all the things that they were doing earlier on with the cases that all of a sudden are spiking back up we're seeing a downward trend as far as the economy is concerned and then the final thing that they have to decide is how are they going to help local and state governments to ensure that they don't go bankrupt because they're going to need a lot of money to ensure that a lot of these things that they're trying to play out whether it's with systems polices police officers all the different things that we rely on that we don't really think about when we live at home that is sponsored by local and state government i mean teachers all those kind of things they're running out of money because there's just no money coming in as reg as there would be in the past and so the government federal government has to loan out money or not really loan out but give money to ensure that these state governments and local governments don't go bankrupt during this time periods so hopefully we can get something some kind of good news come out of the come out of congress at the end of this week hopefully they announce something beautiful after i post this podcast and upload this podcast and we hear good news concerning the stimulus packages and i also hope that they give a check just like they actually give a check for people to be able to spend quickly spend pay off some debts or do something with with money really quick i mean and that's just not talking about people like me who has not lost their job by the grace of god but thinking about people who actually need that money who actually need that help like the unemployment benefits that's like my focus is really around that school system unemployment benefit how are they going to help small businesses and how are they going to help the local and state governments if they want to send me a check 
I'll take it all the all the more, but really the focus needs to be on those who are unemployed right now. What are you going to do to ensure that they survive during this period in time? And the clock is ticking. Time is running out. The other part of this is also evictions. The thing is, there was a protection for a lot of people to not get evicted from their homes, from their apartments, all those kind of things. But that time period is running out. It is running out fast. So we need Congress to come out and do what we have elected them to do, which is represent the people and support the people and give the people a portion of that taxpayer dollar that we have been paying for times like these. Next one we're going to talk about is just like I mentioned a second ago, how the stock market does not represent the economy at all. We are still in the middle of earnings seasons. We've been getting earnings all over the place and most companies earnings has been absolutely abysmal. It has been terrible to look at. I mean, even just looking at one of the companies that you think is kind of recession proof has gotten destroyed. I mean, Coca-Cola reported earnings and reported a 28% loss in revenue. That hasn't happened in over 50, you know, where I think it was 30 years of Coca-Cola being in business. Think about that. And so they're experiencing something that they have never experienced before because of this second quarter where everybody was stuck at home. They weren't going to parks. They weren't going to sporting events. They weren't going to all these things where people will usually buy Coke products and all of that stuff. And so with that being said, Coca-Cola reporting it, that just shows you exactly where we are as far as the earnings reports. But however, there were some good signs in the earnings reports. We have tech industries that, you know, tech has been doing well because we all depend on tech so much even though we're working from home and staying at home we still depend on tech health of course healthcare industry is doing really well because that's the main industry that has been like that the pandemic hit and so the pandemic hit it and they're recovering from it because everybody still needs to go to the hospital and all that stuff and then investment banks also has been doing really well because more and more people at home more and more people are starting to think about my finances how are my finances doing by the way as you guys know every tuesdays we talk about personal finance we talk about investing we talk about how you can build wealth not just to help yourself but also to help those around you as well as we always say on this podcast generosity is always greater than greed but let's get back into the topic as you guys know the s&p 500 and nasdaq has been on an absolute tear recently i mean the s&p 500 just crossed positive for the first time this year well not really the first time for the second time this year because it started out the year positive so it just finally went positive again this year and you gotta you have to remember how historic this is in february and march we experienced the fastest downturn that we have ever seen in the stock market when the s p 500 crashed over 30 percent in over like two weeks in the span of two weeks the market crashed hard when the pandemic really started and everything got shut shut down but however we've also experienced the fastest recovery in all of history with the s p 500 finally going positive i believe it was on tuesday when it finally crossed that ne- that positive threshold to go positive for the year so when you hear this news it just shows like the 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 difference between what the economy is facing with the fact that people are still don't have their jobs and gdp is still very very much lower than what it's supposed to be and then you look at the stock market and you just see all kinds of stocks doing all kinds of business i mean by the time you hear this tesla is probably going to be 
part of the S&P 500. It's probably going to be joining the S&P 500 because it would have reported a fourth quarter of positive revenue which is one thing that it has not been able to accomplish but i think tesla is going to be in the s&p 500 now and we all know what kind of rally that tesla has been going on that just basically tesla is the epitome of what the stock market looks like right now there's a lot of companies that out of nowhere are rallying out of nowhere and doesn't make any sense but however the benefit hasn't been all across to all industries and all businesses especially for the airlines and general travel and leisure industries hotels airbnbs they have been hit a lot hard during this pandemic because people are not traveling anywhere there's still a lot of lockdowns in place and because of that southwest just announced that 17,000 employees just si signed up for a buyout or extended vacation and southwest is doing everything that it can to ensure that it doesn't have to lay off employees so it's offering buyouts it's offering extended vacation time it's offering all kinds of options to employees to ensure that it can keep them on staff and keep for to ensure that things are going to be okay for them but the problem that they're still running up to is flying demand is not going to be anywhere near what it was in previous year as a matter of fact there's been a 55 percent decline from last year in demand for flights in other words people are not going anywhere but you know what we are doing is because it's not like we're not taking vacation or we're not traveling what we are doing is we are driving cars a lot more we're driving cars we're not trying to get into an airplane we want to drive our cars and get to to where we want to do so as a matter of fact i want to ask you guys this let me know if you plan on getting on any airplane anytime soon for leisure not because it's an emergency situation but to travel on a plane for a leisure type of thing like to go on a vacation or anything like that will you be getting on a plane hit me up on instagram hit me up on twitter i always hit back I try my best to reply to anybody that hits me up on any of those things. And that's at Kelechi Iwaba. That's K-E-L-E-C-H-I-W-U-A-B-A. And you can also find that information in the show notes. Also, in the show notes, you also check it out. I also have an email. And you can find me on my email at Kelechi at RamblingMindShow.com. Yes, I have a website. So you can go on my website and you can submit your questions about any of your personal finance questions that you may have for me. Just hit it up, uh, hit me up at Kelichi at ramblingmindshow.com or just go to ramblingmindshow.com and you can ask me any question that you have. To the next part of this, we've been talking about Facebook and how Facebook has kind of been getting slapped across the face for the way that it's monitored all of the content moderation on this platform we've talked about it multiple times how businesses have just basically said hey for the month of july we're not selling ads to facebook we're not doing any ad sell on facebook and that goes down the road to their number one ad buyer or number one ad seller or whatever however that that business works disney just decided hey we're cutting our ad spend on facebook until it addresses its content moderation on its platform until it does a better job of handling misinformation until it does a better job of dealing with all the propaganda until it does a better job of weeding out all the negative influences on facebook or until it does a better job of just dealing with all the bs that floods into facebook they're cutting their ad spend and disney is the number one ad dollar spender on facebook so it's a big deal when they cut their ad dollar 
Facebook keeps on saying that the only reason they're making any of the changes, which they are making slight changes, is not because that people are walking away for the boycott or anything like that, but it's because that they had a change of heart and they're trying to help people. That's a lie. Until the dollar started hitting their face. And we talked about it last week where we're like, oh, it's not really doing that much of a general because there weren't that many companies that were signing up for the Facebook thing, Facebook boycott. But overall, all of a sudden, company after company after company just started saying, you know what? We're not helping hate for profit. We're not doing hate for profit or profit for hate or it's hate for profit boycott. We're going to not sell ads. Even my company, the company that I work for, also signed up on that boycott. So it's pretty big deal when you see Facebook start getting hit with all kinds of losses. But the problem is Facebook actually makes most of its money from small business owners and medium-sized businesses, not from the big businesses that are cutting their ad spend. So the thing is, even though this is going to be a hit to Facebook because it's not a good look and that's money that's coming out of their pocket, it still doesn't hit them in the forefront anyway. Unless some small businesses just be like, no, we're not doing this. But of course, they're not going to take that L because they need to sell products, especially in this season and in this time. And to end the news on a good note, on a good note, I got to leave you all with some positivity to look forward to. There's been a lot of positive progress being made when it comes to the vaccine. Now, this does not mean that the vaccine is going to be ready anytime soon, but there's been progress being made with some of the clinical trials that have been that have been tried and it showed promising signs for a future to come. So it's very, very good that we're seeing this and it's trials from companies like uh, Oxford University um, when they did a combination with Oxford University and I believe it was AstraZeneca and Oxford University working together. Also, Moderna is also doing a very good job and their trials have come have delivered some good resources and Germany-based Bio and Tech also said that their coronavirus trials showed promising results. So this is a good news to hear about a vaccine that's going to be coming out sooner. But the other good news is we've just been having better ways of treating this ailment however the problem is if we keep having this spike sorry to make this negative again if the spike keeps going up no matter how good we have in treatment no matter how well we can treat this disease if there's nobody to treat you because hospitals are full or anything like that then we're going to be in the exact same place that we've been all along so it's very important for y'all to take all the precautions even President Trump is finally on the bandwagon of wear a mask. So if he's saying it, it must mean that this is serious. So wear a mask, wash your hands, take all the precautions you know to take. Don't stay in places that you can't be socially distanced. If you have to, wear a mask, wear gloves, wash your hands, have hand sanitizer on deck. Take all the precautions for yourself and your family. Now, back to the question of the day. The answer, remember the question of the, the question of the day today was what does the acronym FAMG stand for? Which was F-A-A-M-G. If you said Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, and Google, the five largest companies in the world, you are correct. Actually, they're not the largest companies, the five largest tech companies in the world, you would be correct. And the reason why I made this the question of the day is because these companies might be changing a little bit 
in the coming days. Next week, Monday, they will be going before the antitrust subcommittee of the House Judiciary Committee on Monday. Why do they call these things so many long names? Like, subcommittee of the House Judiciary Committee. Like, what? That's a lot of words to just say that they'll be going before Congress. All I want to say is they're going before the House of Representatives. That's all there is to say there, but it's a, a very specific part of the House of Representatives. Anyway, the five people that will be going before the House is everybody's most hated billionaire in all of history, Amazon's Jeff Bezos. And then after that, we also have the most hated millennial scapegoat on all things privacy, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg. We also have All Reliable, which somehow seems to skirt away from the eye of the general public when it comes to privacy issues. Google Sundar Pichai. And everybody's favorite media darling. They just can't seem to do no wrong. And that is Apple's Tim Cook. Even with the Donald himself, Apple can do no wrong. He is also known as Team Apple. So Microsoft is the only one that doesn't have to testify before Congress, but each and every single one of these companies will be going before the before the House Judiciary Committee to talk about how they have in one way, shape, or form gone, gone against antitrust, basically gone against com- competition. Basically, they've been acting as a monopoly, and the Congress wants to put a stop to it. So in different ways, they've done it. So in Amazon's case is by using their Azure web service to steal information of products from their third party retailers and then sell it on their website. In the case of Facebook is with their privacy issue. And what are they doing to counteract all the false information that comes on their platform and also the acquisitions that they've been making, whether it's with WhatsApp or Instagram, and are they becoming a monopoly and causing other people not to to combat them. In the case of Google, it's with the way that they force companies to put their Android services on any on the on any phone that they sell Android on. And then in the case of Apple, it's with their store. It's like they take a 30% cut and are they using the information that they're getting from other app services to ensure that their apps continue to dominate the space. So it's a lot of questions that will be answered. The only other time that a tech company has gone before the House Judiciary Committee was Microsoft back in, I believe it was 2001, when they were going to break up Microsoft from because Microsoft was including Internet Explorer with its browsers. So, But as we all know today, they didn't win that case. But however, it opened the way for Google Chrome to exist, for Mozilla Firefox to exist, for a lot of the Internet companies that we know today to exist. So something like that might happen during this antitrust hearing that we're gonna have coming up in the on monday but anyway that's all i have for y'all today let's go a quick rundown on everything we talked about first we started off talking about how ceos were getting all kinds of massive bonuses because their companies went out went bankrupt well it wasn't because they went bankrupt but you know their company went bankrupt and they still got a massive bonus then we talked about the fact that congress is finally back in session and the fact that because they are back in session that they may finally push out a stimulus package to help the general public. Then we talked about the fact that earnings are still atrocious, but there are some companies that are seeing the benefits of their earnings. In other words, Tesla is finally going to be a part of the S&P 500, according to their recent earnings call. And the fact that a bunch of other companies are getting destroyed 
by this. And then we talked about Facebook and the boycott still going strong. And then we touched on the fact that vaccines might be coming along pretty soon. I'm not saying pretty soon in the sense of by the end of this year, but pretty soon by like maybe mid next year, end of next year. So that's also good news. And then we talked about FAMGA, which is the top five tech companies in the world. But anyways, being your boy Kalichi, I hope y'all got one, maybe two things out of this entire podcast. But I'm going to catch y'all up on the next one. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And remember, generosity is always greater than greed. Peace!